The Yesterday and Today podcast is a fan-made, not-for-profit, just-for-fun compilation of chronological source materials as they pertain to the Beatles. The show is in no way affiliated with Apple Corps, nor any organization connected to John, Paul, George, or Ringo in any way, though we do consider ourselves premier members of the Bungalow Bill fan club. So kick back, turn off your mind, relax, and download the stream. We hope you will enjoy the show. Yesterday and Today. 1971, Episode 54. In this episode, we'll cover December 9th through December 31st. On December 9th, John and Yoko fly from New York to Ann Arbor, Michigan, in preparation for the next day's concert in aid of jailed activist John Sinclair. Detroit's first avant rock or people's rock band, and as Minister of Information for the White Panthers, John Sinclair was already well known among the local young people by July 1969. That's when Sinclair began a 10-year sentence in Michigan's Jackson State Prison for possession of two marijuana cigarettes. I kept getting arrested for marijuana possession and then for giving two joints to an undercover policewoman. I was sentenced to nine and a half to 10 years in July of 1969 and sent to prison and kept under maximum security and was actually declared a threat to the society by the Michigan Court of Appeals. By the end of 1971, the Sinclair case had become a cause celeb among America's political counterculture. When John and Yoko had asked Jerry Rubin earlier how they could help, a benefit concert for John Sinclair was one of the first things Rubin had suggested. When John and Yoko enthusiastically agreed, the event was planned for Friday, the 10th of December, 1971, at the Chrysler Arena in Ann Arbor, Michigan. It was time to climax a week of free John Sinclair protests and rallies, just as the Michigan State Supreme Court was about to hear Sinclair's seventh appeal. On the 10th of December, the morning of the concert, the Lennons are joined in their Michigan hotel room by Phil Oakes, a social radical folk singer. A tape is made by John of he and Phil singing Chords of Fame. Could you follow the words there? Yes, I did, I thought I can. I was hopping the music and hopping the web. Yeah. Go on. Let's see, here, here's a... That tune, I love that tune. Chords of Fame. Chords of Fame? You mean that's a public domain song? The melodies. Oh, I love it. <laughs> I don't know all those things. Uh, who have I heard singing that tune? Uh, let's Johnny John Hardy, yeah. Everybody, well, John Hardy, that was it. Yeah, the Kingston Trio and all, all those groups oh, did damn, that. I didn't hear that. And Woody, Woody Guthrie wrote uh, another long ballad called Tom Joad after he saw the movie The Grapes of Wrath. He told the movie in, in the oh, long ballad form. So, about as long as that one. 
That's how many verses? That, that, I don't know. That's my that, Did you do it in a traditional form, like so many verses? Not oh, like? yeah, I remember about 28 verses. And that's how, well, was that traditional to write 28 or? No, no. I, any I, size? I, any size. Oh, oh yeah. Well, they, oh, they ran that long and longer, yeah, sure. Sure. But, uh, but, uh, I just wondered if you'd done it to a format. Not, not, not to, yeah. not to the, um, to the length. I mean, yeah. just, just a long ballad. You could have gone. You are the same guy that was in the pub on you. <laughs> same? Yeah, yeah. I'm kidding. I know. I was, I was, look, I was really I'm drunk. sure, you know, we've all been there. I was so wiped out when, when, <laughs> when I saw the limousine. I got into about three bottles of red wine. I was racing to the village for more, and then I heard this, I said, stop, you know, what's that? <laughs> yeah, it was freaky, wasn't it? <laughs> Go on. Uh, well, here's a song about, about, uh, well, Jerry wants to hear chords of fame. Yeah, that's it. Uh, what key? A. This is a... Uh, this is a song about the dangers of fame, okay? Uh, <clears throat> I found him by the stage last night He was breathing his last breath Bottle of gin and a cigarette Was all that he had left I can see that you make good music Cause you carry your guitar But God help Later in the evening, John and Yoko are among a lineup of musicians performing at the benefit. John, Yoko, Ruben, and Sinclair's wife Lenny worked on the bill, which would include rockers and radicals all working to free the guy who got 10 for 2. Among the speakers, John's brother David Sinclair, Ruben, Bobby Seale, Rennie Davis, Allen Ginsberg, Father James Groffy, and reps from several local radical organizations. This was like a dream, seeing 15,000 people in one place demanding freedom for John Sinclair. 
David Sinclair, John's brother, read a statement from Ann Arbor Mayor Robert Harris. The Michigan legislature is now joining the federal Congress in taking the first timid steps towards reform of our drug laws. The first step is an important one, and it is good that the maximum penalties for use and for possession of marijuana have been reduced. The most optimistic part of the law passed in Lansing yesterday is the provision concerning review of drug sentences under the old law. This sounds like a recognition of the horror of some of the sentences that were imposed, particularly the one imposed on John Sinclair. The administration of criminal justice in Michigan has been disgraced by the sentence imposed on John Sinclair for possession of two marijuana cigarettes. Bobby Seale of the Black Panthers asked Seale about his speech at the Sinclair rally. I finally came up to speak. 15,000 people. Fantastic, because the bottom floor where you would normally put chairs or whether it's basketball or whatever, was filled with people with no chairs. Right? Mm-hmm. And the most significant thing I remember about that rally, Jerry Rubin, I know a guy's name, but when I came to speak, all power to the people. And I had the moment of applause and all that and stuff. And, you know, I get to speaking and loud and proud of I got in about 16, 20 minutes of this speech. And then environment and everything and all other things, you know, was involved, you know. And the greatest form of pollution that's gone on in the face of this earth is the bullets and the bombs and the bodies of the Vietnamese. <laughs> Some girl threw her blouse off. I said, that pollution is the basis of the pollution of the nature, the world, the universe. The only solution to pollution is a people's humane revolution. And I said, I don't believe this stuff. I, honestly, this was that hippie wild framework. That's what I really remember about that set. All power to the people. Thank you very much. Right on. Power to the people. Among the performers were Bob Seeger with Mike Bruce. David Teagarden and Skip Van Winkle, Commander Cody and his Lost Planet Airmen.
Joy of Cooking, Phil Oaks, surprise guest Stevie Wonder. For once in my life, I have someone who needs me, someone I've needed so long. For once I'm free, and so my life needs me, somehow I know I'll be strong. Headliners John and Yoko finally took the stage, accompanied by David Peel and others, including activists Leslie Bacon and Jerry Rubin. It was nearly four in the morning. By then, MC Bob Rudnick's voice was shot. You should have the luck of the Irish. 
came here not only to help John and to spotlight what's going on, but also to show and to say to all of you that uh, apathy isn't it, and that we can do something. Okay, so flower power didn't work, so what? We start again. This song I wrote for John Sinclair. John Sinclair, nice and easy now. Sneaky. One, two, one, two, three, four. It ain't fair, John Sinclair, in the staff of breathing hell. Won't you care for John Sinclair, in the staff of breathing hell? Let him be. Set him free, let him be like you and me. They gave him ten for two. What else can Judge Columba do? We got to, 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 got to set him if he was a soldier man shooting gooks in Vietnam, if he was the CIA selling dope and making hay, he'd be free, they'd let him be, breathing air like you and me. They gave him ten for two. What else can Judge Columbus do? Got to 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 set him
We're way over time. Sorry we couldn't hear more music. John, if you're listening still in jail, man, I hope this helped. We hope to see you here soon. Thank you all for coming and being so nice. And man, everything just skyrocketed. And um, the tide of public opinion turned in my favor almost 180 degrees because the regular people thought, geez, this guy from the Beatles is coming to see about this guy's case. There must be something wrong with it. The next day, the Lennons flew back to New York. And on Monday, December 13th? On Monday morning, the Michigan Supreme Court reversed itself and let Sinclair out. Let him free. Free! Lennon received the news at his Bank Street apartment by telephone from none other than John Sinclair himself. Hello? John, okay, here's John. You're on tape now. Yeah. Hello? 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 <laughs> Hello, John? Yeah! Great! <laughs> so there you are, right? Right. Here we are. Really? Great. Yes, yes. So yes, what yes. happened? I don't know, man. They just so told me to go. It's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> Great. That thing, you know, it did it, man. It's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, the Supreme Court of the state of Michigan, man, they granted a bond on their own motion. Beautiful. They made it up themselves. Great. Very clever of them. Yes, right. <laughs> <laughs> it's great, isn't it? How's Yoko? Oh, she's fine. Yeah. Her. She's oh, great. Very good. Hello, John. Hey. Hi. Hi. How are you? Good. Well, look, we're so glad, and it really gave us hope and everything. Hello. I mean, you know, it became like history, right? Really? I heard you. I heard you on the radio. Well, because it gave us uh, all an incentive, you see. The people in New York and all that were very down mood. You yeah. Know, we came here. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we felt like this large generation is over and uh, right. nothing is going to happen, right? Right. But we can start all over again, right? It's beautiful. It yeah. was a victory, man, just like that. Yeah, I mean, it's never <laughs> too late to start, you see. Right. It's great. I'm so glad. Oh. Were you listening what we were singing? And yeah, 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 yeah. I'm sorry it wasn't oh, it was beautiful. musical. <laughs> I mean, musically it wasn't so hot, but you know what I mean. Yeah. It was the message, it right? It was beautiful. It just wait a second. Hello. Hi. Hi. The message is the music, right? Yeah. Yeah. So what happens next? I don't know, man. I gotta see what's going on out here, you know? Yeah, right. Well, we can't wait to meet you. We'll have a celebration. Yes, right? yes, yes, yes. Yeah, as soon as Jerry gets back. Jerry go. And he's uh, working somewhere, you know, in Dakota somewhere speaking. Oh, he's yeah, back on yeah, Wednesday. yeah. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah. We're Where's today, to Monday? As soon as he gets in, we're getting to call, right? Yes. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. It's really beautiful. Oh, man. <laughs> It's so great, you know. We can't. We couldn't believe it happened today. I couldn't either. Uh, it's what did they do? Suddenly call you and say, yes. hey, you can go? Yes. Fantastic. I heard it on the radio. You heard it. You could go? Yes. Fantastic. Yeah. Yoko wants to say something again. Okay. Hello? Yeah. And what did your inmates say? Oh, they were happy. They, weren't, they couldn't believe it, right? Oh, I wanted to bring them all with me, you know. Yeah, I understand. But they couldn't go. But they were happy. You know, They're happy, see? see? They, have, they, they follow all of this, you yeah, know? I understand, and uh, we hope that you're the first one, you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, like right. Like the start of many, you know? Really? Because yeah. we can really do it, see? Yeah, that's what we're thinking, right? <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, it, it's just good to uh, uh, have lots of people, you know, with really? us. In other words, it's the number really counts, you know? Right. 
say if you had uh, like uh, uh, one tenth of the world, for instance, <laughs> right. that'll move it, <laughs> right. right? Right. Well, look, um, please give my love to your family. Bye bye. On December 14th, at their Greenwich Village apartment, John, Yoko, and Jerry Rubin give an interview to Jean-Francois Valli for the French INA television program, Pop 2. On Wednesday, December 15th, John and Yoko attend the reception in New York honoring Utah, the retiring United States Secretary General. On December 16th in New York, John and Yoko record an appearance on the Westinghouse Group's program, The David Frost Show. They appear at the very start of the show backing Apple artist David Peel as he sings The Ballad of New York, with John happily plucking on a tea chest. The Benny Talent discoveries that uh, John and Yoko have made and someone they really think is terrific, David Peel and the Lower East Side. And they're going to start our show off with uh, the ballad of New York City, John Lennon and Yoko Ono. And here to do it are David Peel and the Lower East Side. Yeah. Hey. 
Welcome back with John and Yoko, and we're about to hear the number that you wrote together, right? Called Attica yes. State. Attica State. Here they are, John and Yoko. Thank you. Okay. One, two, three, four. Stay. 
kind of sing. And the song, what's the song called? And it's called Oh Sisters, Oh Sisters, and it's dedicated to um, all the women in the world. Okay? And that's the song that's coming up right now. The show went to break and when it came back a heated discussion emerged from audience members and John and Yoko regarding their song Attica State. Hello. Make the point. Now you you both wanted you both had a question. I agree that Attica State was a tragedy. Yeah. But you are making it sound as You're if the only worthwhile people in this world are people who committed crimes. We're no, put we're away. Not that. Look, we say here 43 uh, or widowed wives. We're not talking about just prisoners' wives, or we're talking about policemen's wives. Anybody that was hurt there. there with their hands folded, and nice people, the 43. 
That, that 40 and people they, were killed altogether, including yes, on both nobody, sides, right? Nobody was responsible for this. Well, uh, there's except no, we didn't say the establishment, for it. Rockefeller. Yeah, right? Can I say but the, that's what the we're prisoners saying. who went on strike had nothing to do with it. They are now martyrs. We're, we're not saying they're martyrs. If they that hadn't done something we're wrong in the like, first place, they wouldn't have been there. We're like newspaper men, you know? Only we sing about what's going on what instead of writing about it. What are you trying to say about them? Uh, well, We're saying that everybody needs freedom. Everybody has oh, a basic right. <laughs> If you're not you giving just let love them and walk care around and kiss them, you are responsible of their crime as well. We are Why all responsible of their crime. We are society. And what does society do? We, we are I society, so we're all responsible for each other. Good, but you cannot have criminals running around. You don't live in New York City, maybe. You you live in well, your little have cloistered. You are tower now that you're big stars. We're all responsible. You are. Well, then why don't you become policemen and go around and because educate these people instead of singing songs? No, you're kind of policemen. Eating them is not the way. Eating them is not the solution. Yeah. You have to take care of them by love and care, not by And also, by you have to tell heads. people about Where what's going on. You don't. People in England don't know what's going on. Why do we know what's going on in England? We also sing about what's going on in Ireland too. So when? I mean, it's the same. We Should just we're no just reporters. When we're singing about uh, well, all the times. You know, the other day we just did a, a rally and for a guy called Je Yeah, yeah. They, it was on the news on uh, Friday night. Right. Uh, a guy, we had a rally on Friday. and It was released what, on Monday. What was the thing about song about the Irish? Is there any of it you could do uh, as an example to the? I'll just do, do you one verse of it. If you had the luck of the Irish, you'd be sorry and wish you were dead. You should have the luck of the Irish, and you'd wish you was English instead. There's going to be a rally for Attica prisoners or something, I'm not quite sure what it is, it's something to do with Attica tomorrow night at the Apollo, and we've been invited to play the song there and just go there to show that we care. And we'll go along and we'll sing it. If they want us to or we won't, we'll just say hello, whatever it is. And it's just to show that people like us care and that we're not just living in ivory towers in Hollywood, uh, you know, watching movies about ourselves, that we care about what's going on in New York, in, uh, in Harlem, in Ireland, in hey, England, in Vietnam, in China, everywhere. Uh, what? Yeah. Walk through one of those neighborhoods at 2 in the morning to go home. Exactly. Well, I will. You wouldn't be singing about home. the people who are locked up in and jail for mugging you. I'm not singing only about the people who are locked up in jail. This song says 43 people were killed. Yes. 43 on both sides. Fine, but if they uh -huh. hadn't done something wrong, they wouldn't be there. Nobody would have been there. Why did they do something wrong? Don't because they never had a chance in have life. You, have oh. you had... Can you say that you've never done wrong? In this life, there are degrees of wrong. I consider I'm in prison living in New York, not the criminals. Wow. I'm in a prison <laughs> because I have to turn around. I'm, I have to hold my bag. I have to be afraid to walk into my home. If the outside is responsible for this. But you will not solve it with love and kisses. You will solve it by bringing your children up differently, perhaps. 
having a better penal system. They've been putting people in prison things, and torturing them. But you're them not going to help it, it by making anything. heroes out of people who hold knives at people's throats. You're not out of people who. This was a crime. This was not just a plain little civil jail. The, what about the people These who are dead? Really criminals. What about yeah, the what people about who the died? guards who were dead? There were the guards, guards too. Who yeah, died. I'm, I'm not. I, I, I don't, don't like anybody getting. About the guards. Forty-three widowed wives means the wives of gods and prisoners. Right, but the the gist of your song is still that we must pity still, I, revenge, I, I, Attica. You're not revenging the guards. Than a, than Please don't tell me you're not avenging. You're not avenging the guards. Why? Because it's You know, I understand that the society hasn't worked out what to do with people who kill and violent people. But there's a lot of people in jail who aren't violent, who don't kill, and are in there for no reason at all. And then they go mad in jail, man. You said everybody in jail is really a criminal. They never make any mistakes. Don't you think, though, that, I mean, taking, first of all, people who are, as you say, tragic people who are in jail partially because they can't cope, not because of criminals. Leave aside those and leave aside where there's a question of injustice. I don't know what the percentage is, but just leave that aside. Don't you agree that there are people who have just destroyed another life and ought in some way to be restrained from destroying yet another life? I'm not sure about that, but there's... There's a, the, per, the minority, of the percentage of people no, who are that, that, in that, that kind way. of you state know, of mind. You know, the only way you prevent any crime is to prevent it from, pre- prevent it by giving love. And I know that it sounds corny, but that's the only way you can do it. By slapping them, it's not going to stop them. They can go on being madder and madder, and they'll kill more people if you do it that way. No, I mean, I, I agree. I, yeah, I agree. I agree that there's all sorts of reasons for crime. Yeah. But what, or I don't know what you say, however, to s- let us say that a, well, that, a, that, a, that a husband has lost his wife from a thing. There, what do you say not, to that? They husband? haven't found or discovered any better way of looking after them, and only a small minority are really balmy enough to have to be restrained. Let's let, make it human for them while they're in there. Uh, rather than sort of make them go in the worst kind no, of conditions, you know. Yes. No, I That's agree with that. So all we're doing we're not glorifying. This song will come and go. There'll be another Attica tomorrow. They'll forget about it. There'll be a new problem, you know. There'll be something else. Glorifying another criminal. That's we're not glorifying criminals. That's madness. Your angle is the same. Okay, let's get on to Let's get on to the singer. Let's hear it again. Let's sing another song. Well, shall we hear that again? I was just thinking, having had the discussion, yeah. would you like, before we go on to the next song, would you like to sing a verse of that song again so people now, we've had the discussion. Which one? Attica State. Okay. Can everybody, we've had the discussion, now just maybe okay, take I'll sing the, the first verse, okay? Just take the first verse again and everyone can listen to it and sort out themselves okay. what they feel. The first about. verse of the chorus, okay? One, two, three, four. What a waste of Thank you. 
Welcome back. Welcome back with John and Yoko. Yoko and John. This John. song is written by the John Sinclair song. Who wrote this song? Uh, John Sinclair, I wrote this one. I just uh, thought I'd mention uh, there's a few heads of states I consider criminal dropping the pam on people. And if we're going to lock up prisoners, let's lock up the heads of state too. And uh, Lieutenant Kelly might be not fly as he John Sinclair well, you, you was put away for 10 years for possessing two marijuana joints. He, he spent two years of it in prison, virtually in isolation, in solitary, in case he infiltrated the other prisoners or something. He didn't want any help for two years because he thought, why bother? Justice will let me out. My appeals will let me out, gradually and gradually. After two years, he began to worry, and he asked for some help. We went down, had a rally with 15,000 people. We weren't the only, only people there, little Stevie Wonder and Phil Oaks and Alan big, Ginsberg. Big, big so a really Stevie big rally, now. big Stevie Wonder, yeah. yeah. And uh, it was a beautiful show. Many people de denoted their time to it. And we came along, sang the songs we sang to you, and this one, John Sinclair, was the final one. By a stroke of good luck, he was released on Monday. <laughs> and just to clarify, this man, John Sinclair, he, he's he, out on bail, I think. Now. Yeah, but he and it was he lit, had two cigarettes himself. He, he, yeah, yeah. No one suggested he was a pusher or anything like that. No, no, no nothing, right? nothing like that. Nothing right. Like right. Okay, okay. this song. We can do John? it. We can do. It means the apathy. Right. Okay, flower power didn't work, so we start again. Apathy doesn't count. We, even singing is better than doing nothing. Right. Okay, one, two, or one, two, three, four. It ain't fair, John Sinclair, in the step of breathing air. Won't you care for John Sinclair, in the step of breathing air? Let him be, set him free, let him be like.
Aggravated by the heated discussions, during the commercial break, John walks off the set and doesn't return. Yoko, alone with David Frost, begins to discuss her conceptual art titled Smile. I was going to um, ask everybody to take a smile, uh, you know, a snapshot of a smiling face of him or herself, you know, and uh, they would just sort of send it to maybe the local post office or something. And uh, the government would have uh, a sort of uh, whole pile of smile, you know, snapshots of smiling faces. And then we would have an arrangement with the TV so that when somebody wants to see something, like say if uh, Nixon decides that he wants to see what sort of Vietnam people he killed that day, instead of uh, you know, saying 2,000 Vietnamese so-and-so place, you know, say, well, what sort of 2,000 Vietnamese were, were they, you know, and just sort of looking at the TV, you know, turn the channel on, and you see these smiling faces. So after this film, you become a smiling face instead of part of a figure, you know? Like, on a newspaper, every day on a headline, it says, 2,000 people killed, 150 burned, you know? And we, we are sort of used to thinking, people in terms of figures, but if we had a sort of file of people's smiling faces, then that means that everybody will have a chance when they're born. They know that. John returns at the end of the show with David Peel and the Lower East Side. Come back over here with David Peel and the Lower East Side, and John was just saying that this is how, exactly like this, in formal music like this, this is exactly how the Beatles started, right? Exactly, With Skiffle. That was... Spring bass, they called it Skiffle in Skiffle with Lonnie Donegan in England, Yeah, there was a big craze before, just about before rock and roll, and then rock and roll came out. Over here they called it country music, or train music, or, you know, country... But Lonnie Donegan, that's right, Skiffle. Skiffle craze. Rock Island Line, and Bay Road Bill, and all Jug band music. Or rip-off music. Well, this is the birth of the Lower East Side again, isn't it? This particular... Uh, this is the birth, birth of the city. Uh, it's, uh, it's the birth of the cockroach. <laughs> the birth the pigeon, the cockroach, and male Lindsay. Well, it's a tribute to everybody. This song is called A Hippie in New York City, David Peel, the Lower East Side, John Lennon and Yoko Ono. What a finale. Bill Haggard had the Yoki from Muskogee with his people. From our album, The Pope Smokes Dope on Apple Records, our people have the hippie from New York City. I'm proud to be a New York City hippie. I'm proud of dirty feet and dirty hair. I'm proud of living with the cockroaches. I'm proud of living in a I'm proud to be a New York City hippie. I'm proud of dirty feet and dirty hair. I'm proud of living with the cockroaches. I'm proud of living in a garbage can. The squares and jacks are a bunch of junkies. They think we live a life for sex and dirt. They look at us like we are going crazy. I can't. Just a jerk. We hate the war when never join the army. We hate the way you have your politics. We hate the way you always think of money. Someday we'll change your mind to squares and hooks. I'm proud to be a New York City hippie. I'm proud of dirty feet and dirty hair. I'm proud of living with the cockroach. 
demonstration was smarter and much better than you square. We like to have us slums and live our welfare. We'll never live our seven country farms. We'll live together, crowded in pollution. You rednecks better listen to our songs. I'm proud of being a New York City hip. I'm proud of dirty feet and dirty hands. On Friday, December 17th, the Lennons appear at another benefit concert, this time at the Apollo Theater in Harlem, New York, to perform for the families of the victims of the riot at New York's Attica State Prison. It is my pleasure and privilege at this very, very solemn moment to introduce a young man and his wife who saw fit to put down in music and lyrics so that it will never be forgotten in our country by anyone the tragedy of Attica State. There's no more that I can say, ladies and gentlemen. I would like to introduce to you John and Yoko Lennon. Hello, This song Yoko and I wrote is called Attica State.
Thank you, thank you. I'd just like to say it's an honor and a pleasure to be here at the Apollo and for the reasons we're all here. Yoko's going to sing a number that she wrote about her sisters. This is for the sisters all over the world. We lost our green land. We lost our clean air. We lost our true wisdom. We live in despair. Oh, sister. Some of you might wonder what I'm doing here with no drummers and no nothing like that. Well, you might know I lost my old band or I left it. I'm putting, a, I'm putting an electric band together, but it's not ready yet. And uh, these 
things like this keep coming up, so I have to just busk it. So I'm going to see a, sing a song now you might know. It's called Imagine. The next day, Saturday, December 18th, John and Yoko visit Houston, Texas in order to gain access to see Kyoko and take her to the hotel where they are currently staying. Finally we got custody, but during that, her ex-husband Tony Cox opened a court case in Texas where his parents-in-law are, and he'd set up an establishment there, which for the first time in two years has set up a residence, and uh, was carrying on a normal family life down there, and he chose Texas as, as then a forum to fight our case in the Virgin Islands. Again, Anthony Cox denies them, and due to his breaking a previous court order, the Lennons decide to inform the authorities. On Monday, December 20th, Apple releases a three-record set in America, the concert for Bangladesh. The stellar cast includes George, Bob Dylan, 
Eric Clapton, Ringo Starr, Billy Preston, Leon Russell, Ravi Shankar, Klaus Vorman, Jim Keltner, Carl Rattle, and Badfinger. It's a three-record box set, complete with booklet. The six sides of the album are quite remarkable considering the amount of time they had for rehearsals. Ravi Shankar introduces the evening in a fatherly manner to make everyone aware of the purpose of the concert. Friends, as George told you just now, they will be participating in the second part. The first part is going to be us playing for you on the Indian instruments, the Indian music. Thank you very much. God bless you. The surprise of the evening and of the album is the performance of Bob Dylan, who delivered five of his classic songs. I'd like to bring on a friend of us all, Mr. Bob Dylan. There was confusion and controversy over the monies made, which put a sour note to the project, which was intended as a generous gesture by all concerned. At first, Capitol Records in America refused to release the album unless it is financially rewarding for them, which greatly aggravates George. He argues that with Phil Spector agreeing to mix the album for free, Apple supplying the booklet and album at no cost, and all the other record companies allowing their artists to appear, Capitol must give up something. George then threatens to take the album to CBS if Capitol will not budge. This they eventually do, and Capitol presents Apple with a check for $3,750,000 as payment for advanced record sales. The only label to actually make money from the album is Columbia, who, for the privilege of Bob Dylan's appearance, received 25 cents on every copy sold, although Bob will receive none of the money himself. George also expresses his dislike at the retail price of the package, which in the UK sells for an unusual high price of £5.50. The UK release is scheduled to take place in early part of 1972. On Wednesday, December 22nd, following Anthony Cox's refusal to allow Yoko access to her daughter Kyoko on Saturday, a Houston civil court judge, after a two-hour hearing, jails Cox for five days for contempt of court. During the sitting, Yoko is horrified to be told that due to the neglect of schooling by Cox, Kyoko is three years behind in her studies. Finally, as we start winning the case in Texas, Mr. Cox runs away with Kyoko again. As Tony and Kyoko ran off somewhere. Again? Again, from because Texas. But still we have to go back. about to go to jail unless... Mm. I think they put him in for two days and he was released on bail and then he didn't come back and, you know, anyway, he ran off and we still have to go down to Texas and finish off the court case and all things like that. that yeah. So we really don't know what we're doing, actually. With Tony Cox on the run with Kyoko, the frustrated Lennons return back to New York City for the holidays.
Christmas Day, Saturday, December 25th. We'd like to wish everybody success in what they're doing, happy Christmas, and a fruitful new year. At the end of the month of December, John Lennon and Paul McCartney meet in New York to try to sort out their business difficulties. I don't particularly want to sort of get into all that. It's, it's okay, you know, it's, it's time to time, it's all right, it's okay. You know, I've seen uh, John when I've been in New York here this very evening, and, um, you know, it seems to me quite good. Anyway, but I do, I'd, I'd rather not sort of get into all that, because, you know, that's the bit that drags on, you know, and I don't want to talk about that. The one important thing you said, and it's you agree, you know, is that... You did see him. <laughs> All right. You did see him. And that's, this is a whole... Yes, I did, yeah. Thing, you know, it's oh, yeah. it's going to be okay. It's really going to be okay, you know, but I don't want to get into it. I'll accept that. But it's going to be all right. After which, Paul returns home to Scotland, where he produces an instrumental version of his album Ram. On release, it is entitled Thrillington and credited to his pseudonym, Percy Thrills Thrillington. back office yeah. where you bought the scotch. <laughs> <laughs>
That ends the year 1971. For more information or to contact the show, visit yesterdayandtodaypodcast.wordpress.com or email at yesterdayandtodaypodcast at gmail.com. Also visit at yesterdaypod on Twitter and search Yesterday and Today Podcast on Facebook. See you next time. I'm Paul Kaminsky. I'm James Kaminsky. And I'm Wayne Kaminsky. And we bring you the Kaminsky family of podcasts Yesterday and Today and the Third Men podcast. You might know me from one of those dumb voices I do, or my dad (laughs) from his better show than ours. (laughs) Wow. And we're here to tell you about some cool merchandise you can pick up for the show's As we mentioned in each episode, we do not in any way profit from these shows whatsoever, but to break even on some expenses, we have put up some cool merch that you can pick up to help support the show. Yes, some fun apparel, things you can put on yourself. Are we going to be selling Marks and Spence underwear? (laughs) Don't worry, we will. You can head to our social media pages, that's facebook.com slash yesterdayandtodaypodcast or facebook.com slash thirdmen, or you could head to society Six dot com slash Kaminsky family podcast. That's society the number six dot com slash K A M I N S K I family podcasts. Yeah. Keep our lights on. I'm in the dark. <laughs> Dad, any words of wisdom? Hello? The lights just went out. <laughs> Guys, we need your help. Buy stuff. Perhaps a coffee mug that you can enjoy a beverage out of while listening to our shows. And if you haven't got yours, please send forth in and get a free one. Alright. Thank you, Dad. All right, we'll see you on the podcast, folks. Bye. It's audio. You can't see me.